I'm going to quote my sister what she told me, which is the most valuable piece of advice I've gotten on parenting. Uh, don't think you're, you deserve anything. As soon as you think you deserve something, you're going to get very disappointed and unhappy. Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey everyone, this is Ariel Anderson and I'm so happy that you guys are out there. Thank you for listening and thank you so much for sharing, even with one person, uh, the podcast, the name of the podcast. Uh, it means so much to us and uh, these days we're looking out at Derby, England, um, Hutchinson, Minnesota and uh, Bettendorf, Iowa. Fantastic. So thank you for listening and some those new faces that I just mentioned and more. And uh, things are going well, and the YouTube series on 40-plus pregnancy for those who are, you know, embarking on the journey that I did. I had an amazing experience, and so I'm trying to pass on, pay it forward and all of that, and experimenting and evolving slowly every Monday. And of course, here every Wednesday, we have the podcast, and so yay, here you are, and here we are. And this week, we are... I'm passing the baton, the the host uh, mag, uh, mic to Mots, uh, my husband, uh, which we do every once in a while, which is kind of fun to do that, to get perspective. And he is talking to Magnus Pettersson, and he is a Swede here in California, and so we love that. And he's also an at-home dad with a very real, frank, and honest approach, and he talks about our topic this week, which is about support, the support you create for yourself, and as well, you know, inside your partnership and your life. And so he and his wife have managed in a way that uh, there's a balance there. And uh, I love how he talks about managing expectations for your sort of fulfillment and joy in your life uh, in parenting and, you know, just having clear perspective on the reality of parenting small kids and being at home and continuing on your own path of creativity. He's building and creating and like we do sometimes getting the kids involved when it's appropriate and, you know, being outside and connecting to um, interconnecting with what you're doing, you know, like the paint, he's talking about painting something and having his daughter paint and how sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But the intention I, I really love because I think we have to find a way to continue to create and build and make things in the world um, and also be really present for our kids. And I think that balance is super tricky and we are working towards that continued creativity with all of you and finding solutions and sharing ideas and stories so that you guys can be inspired too on how to manage that and make that happen. So here we go. This is Mats and he's going to talk a little bit more about Magnus and uh, I think you're all going to enjoy this. So as Ariel mentioned, today's guest is Magnus Peterson from Sweden and uh, Magnus is putting the bar really high for all dads out there. Um, I mean, I, I think I'm doing a lot. I'm helping a lot. I've always been trying to be part of the support system. 
um, but um, I'm, I'm far away from from what Magnus is achieving. I mean, um, when, when I'm constantly longing for my own time and to go on a bike ride or just read a book or watch Netflix, uh, Magnus is out in the garden and building another house as he, he's a builder so he can do a lot of things. It's a little bit like my my dad was a, a builder too and he was constantly doing um, construction projects that would benefit the family and um, yeah I'm not, I'm not there and uh, <laughs> the work he's doing is is, uh, is fantastic it's, it's really good to see and it's so um, yeah nice to have a fellow Swede here in uh, in uh, Northern California I remember when I left Sweden in the late 80s uh, I tried to stay away from all Swedes uh, one was to learn languages faster but it also I didn't I just kind of want to flee away from that but now I'm I really enjoy to meet up with um, fellow Swedes when I'm abroad and uh, you have uh, always um, something in common that it, you, you can't find elsewhere. So really pleasure to um, have a conversation with uh, Magnus in the playground today. So we are, as I just said, in the playground on a Sunday, so um, it's a... Um, it, it's a it's a little bit challenging. We have the kids running around, or they should normally run around, but then today they decided to sit next to us for a big part of the of the talk, even if we if the playground was uh, empty at one point. Uh, yeah, that is uh, how it is. You can't really predict how a play date is gonna go. Now over to Magnus and. Uh, yeah, for all dads, listen and learn. Magnus, welcome to Imperfect Parenting. Thank you. Uh, so nice to have a, a Swedish dad in California. <laughs> yeah. He's sitting here in the February sun outside. That's very nice. Uh, how would you describe yourself? Uh, um, I mean, on a shallow plane, I'm a late 30s stay-at-home father of two. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and it's so unusual. I mean, in Sweden, it's so common to have the stay-at-home dad, but you're a stay-at-home dad with two kids here in California. It's not very common, no. No, no. Do, do you get any reactions from the surroundings or...? or? Um, I think the most common comment that I get from the general public yeah. um, is when I take the kids to the hardware store and there's almost every time an older man making the comment kind of like, oh, you do it all, huh? The building and the babysitting. And whenever anyone tells me that I'm babysitting, I like to say, well, it's actually called parenting when it's your own kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, so your, your wife is, is working full time and you are, you are doing the, the ground support. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I was on the other side many years and, and uh, it, it, it's. Uh, and, I'm, and I've been home with Elena for 
since I lost my job, but it's more we, we share parenting and I would say I'm, I'm not as, as thorough as you. So, I mean, how, how does a typical day look for you? I mean, it, it looks like when I see it, it, it looks like it's, it's really tough to have full day, both kids. So. I mean, it's essential to break it up. Yeah. I try to get out of the house in the morning. Yeah. And um, I try to spend as much time outdoors as possible. Yeah. And, you know, change environment. So, you know, if it's going to get groceries in the morning or to the hardware store or to come here, but, you know, something. And then after lunch, try to be outside at home. Yeah. And, you know, really... They, they can do a couple of hours of monotony and then they need to change. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's important to accept that their happiness comes first because if they're not happy, I'm not going to be happy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, that's so true. You can't, you can't, force, so for, you can't force them to. Yeah, so yeah. For you, it's for your own selfish reasons. Yeah. You should make them happy because otherwise you're going to be miserable. Yeah. yeah. And one thing what I noticed when I, when I was working and you came home at the end of the day, uh, and I realize now that I was wrong on this, but that's how I felt. I felt like I've been working the whole day now. Now I want to relax. And, and, and I kind of, I kind of didn't understand that the person who were at home wanted me to now take care of the kids. So do, do you have that when, in the, as being a man, when you, your your wife comes home, uh, you want to relax, and then she also wants to relax? Uh. I don't know. We don't, we don't independently relax. No. Um, I don't think that ever happens. No. Like one person just gets to relax. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that that doesn't exist. Uh, either okay. you know, if if we're not together, one of us is working or doing something productive, yeah. uh, and then when we're together, we try to relax. Yeah. Like again, the the easiest way of getting some relaxation is to be outside, let the kids play. There are a few restaurants that will allow you to relax for you know small periods of time yeah um but no that the handover when when gina comes home that doesn't happen okay okay you're, you're like you're, you're you're like a great team <laughs> we, we try yeah but i mean there i've told you this before it's all about expectations yeah, yeah. having the right expectation of what is going to happen mm-hmm. and as long as lo- as long as that is in place, there there's no problem. Yeah. You 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 mentioned this that there's a few restaurants. That's one thing I I, I noticed when we, we when we came here. We were from in Czech Republic, and there literally every restaurant is geared up so you can you can eat, and the kids are playing somewhere. And it's not like that here. Uh, it's not as as uh, family friendly in in inside restaurants here. I don't know I don't know why but do, do you see uh, what, what is the main differences you see with, with um, kind of a Swedish background and, and American parenting I think for me that's a difficult question to answer because I've only been a parent here yeah and you know you notice things very differently and I mean I've never 
before I before I was a parent, I didn't think about the things I would think about as a parent. Yeah. So when I was living in Sweden, I didn't really see it from a parent's point of point of view. Um, I don't think it's very common in Sweden to take your kids out to a restaurant, though. Uh, no, I I don't know, but I, <laughs> it's the same for me. I, I was never really having kids in Sweden, and right. when I was a kid, we went to a restaurant once a year. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember the first time I went to a restaurant. Yeah, and I was actually my wife and I we were talking about this the other day. I mean, Francesca has a restaurant experience that I probably reached in my twenties. Yeah, like she's. Yeah, I think it's the same, same here. Yeah. 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 But I can't, you know, like my sister back in Sweden, they don't take their kids out to restaurants. No. Yeah, it, it, it is so expensive in Sweden and here too. And it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same, yeah. it's the same price more or less. So it's uh, even uh, more expensive here, I'd say. Yeah, it is. It is restaurants for sure. I mean, if yeah. you do happy hour, it's better. But yeah. Um, and and you speak Swedish to the kids, mm-hmm. and, and uh, <laughs> we have two um, dragons here next to us. Uh, so you speak Swedish to them all the, all all day, and then when you're together, you speak uh, English with, with your wife. Or well, my wife and I speak English. Yeah. Um, I m- mostly speak Swedish to the children, yeah. even when we're all together. Yeah, I see that they are really good in. In understanding, and Francesca speaks a lot of Swedish. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's difficult when one family member is not in on the language. It is. It is. It, it makes it uncomfortable, but yeah. you know, just gotta stick stick through it. Okay, we are back. We were interrupted by a little man who stopped the whole recording and wanted to change. That is. Dad parenting at the playground on a Sunday. Um, so you 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 said um, that that you must have had a common time, or but um, that there is no real handover. But uh, one thing I noticed when being the one uh, working all the time, and it's it's really difficult for for the the at home person to get their own time and own creativity and do things. Where where do, where do you get your things? You must have. You, you have a lot of projects in your head, I know. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, but I also, you know, we do a lot of things with the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's my creativity. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I wish I'd have more time to be my own person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's going to be... a f- a few more years yeah. of this, and then the kids will both be in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be there'll be another time for me. That's, yeah, that's that, what I live on. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So you, you said your house. You, you're a um, um, carpenter. Well, I don't know what the English. Uh, so you you're building houses. So that's I'm your, a builder. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. builder. Yes. Yeah. So your little hobby is to go out at night and. and Build on the second house. That's right. Like, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it 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 used to be kind of relaxing, but now we have a, a time limit, and it's just consuming instead. Yeah. 
Um, well, I mean, that's pink. But it's still something that I, I do myself, um, mostly without children. Yeah. Uh, I was painting some doors this morning, and I set up Francesca with her paints, but of course that spiraled, so she was covered in paint. You know, I I tend to be a little bit naive sometimes, yeah, so, so, trying you, to do stuff, and it it just doesn't work out. Yeah. And so then you, I just you get said frustrated. You, and you prepared something for her to to use it or, or to, to so her like water colors. Yeah. I set up so I was painting my doors. Yeah. And she was painting other stuff with her watercolors. Okay. Oh, nice. Right. So whenever there's something, you know, smaller or easier, I try to incorporate Francesca to kind of participate yeah. whenever it's, you know, safe to do so. And Sebastian's napping. Yeah, I remember my, my dad who was also a builder. He he was also very uh, pedagog pedagogical or uh, <laughs> pedagogisk. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, so he had, I remember he prepared this uh, wooden plate with uh, small um, speaker uh, nails nails in, and then he gave me a hammer. Uh, but I, I went and hit my mom in the head instead, <laughs> instead of hitting the nails. <laughs> it doesn't always work out as as, as you you expect them to to, to learn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, do do you do you um, see that? There, do you think there's a difference with you being home or that that uh, um, a mom is at home with, in in the way things are done? I mean, I I always thought that I could do better being at home, but now having been home at while, I, I I'm I'm less sure about that. I mean, it's very easy to to be critical. Yeah, it um, it is super easy to be yeah. critical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think I think we're we're fairly. Um, we're very similar in our opinions and yeah. and how we think things should be done. Um, the things we disagree on are very, you know, trivial. Yeah. Um, I think the like days when when my wife is is scheduled to be with the children and I'm scheduled to work. Um, there's less ordinary housework being done because Gina obviously sees it as her quality time with the kids yeah. more than, you know, I do on my regular everyday time with them. Mm. Um, so I, I tend to fill my days when I'm with the children more with chores than my wife does. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's how it has to, have, the chores has to be done. So yeah, yeah. It has to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, with with two kids, and Daddy, he, he's keeping giving me my helmet every time. Am I they okay? Am I they even okay? Oh, he's taking my helmet and giving back to me. Jo, men det är han kanske vill att du ska ha den. Nu är ni helt ensamma här i lekparken. Nu kan ni gå och leka. Yeah. Ja. Nobody else can here. Nej. Try the slides. Ja, pröva, pröva den där borta där den ni brukar sitta. Okay. 
Yeah, and with two small kids, if you don't yeah. do a laundry, load of laundry every day, you're you're screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it just spirals so quickly. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. Every time my mother-in-law comes to visit, she's she's amazing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. When when they leave, you know, all the laundry is done and folded and. And, you know, I feel like, oh, man, this is so nice. <laughs> must be I can, so nice. I can, yeah. I can, I can <laughs> yeah. you know, relax a little bit yeah. on the laundry front. And then two days later... The pile is there. Yeah, the yeah. pile is there. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing how many sets of clothes they go through. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I, I don't remember it was like that when we were kids, but maybe I'm wrong. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big difference with how they grew up and how we grew up in, in Sweden. I mean, we, we, I'm a little bit older than you, but I think it was still same same society that we grew up in. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't ever remember my parents taking me to a playground. It happened a few, on a few, not intentionally, uh, I don't think. Not like, oh, our destination is for you guys to no. go to the playground. It would be more okay. We're visiting someone in this apartment complex, and oh, what do you know? Exactly, you can. There's you can pray a down. swing set yeah. down there that you can go yeah. to. Yeah, now everything is built on you meet at the playground, and it's here where. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. It, I mean it, it's pretty nice, but it's just like it's very different. It's yeah. very different. It's very centered around the children. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't remember it being that centered around children at all. But at the same time, probably it was, and it was like different view. Yeah, but I, I, I think, I think it's it's shifted with with certainly my generation becoming parents. Yeah. What what shifted do you think? The the more more that that the children are more in in uh, in the center. Yeah. They are the the focus. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's clearly like that now that you can, you can see you see different parenting styles here in the in the in the playgrounds. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're back. It's difficult to keep a straight line on thought. <laughs> do you do you feel? I know that uh, Ariel thinks feels like she has this mom brain that she can't function sometimes. It's just too much going on. Do you, do you have the dad brain sometimes that you don't feel you're like you're yourself? Oh, I. I, I feel, I don't think I've felt like myself for many years. Yeah. Um, Since you have kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a it's a different, you know, identity. Yeah. That you have to merge into your old identity and. But the whole uh, mom brain thing, I think it's. It has been very difficult for me to get used to being constantly interrupted. Yeah. You're never allowed yeah, to yeah. finish Anything. what you're doing and still, you know, uh, still keeping track of what you're doing um, uh, was difficult getting used to yeah. and not, you know, and accepting that that's just what life is going to be like. That, that, that is so difficult. I think, I think that never goes more like than one minute maximum where you have silence and, and then you're interrupted and then they want something and, and that's also yeah. something that I think it's different when we were kids I mean I, I I think it's because I don't have a very much authority over any of my kids I think that's the problem 
um, my, I, I didn't interrupt my dad. It's just like you didn't want to do that because that that was kind of scary. That's my 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 memory of it. Right. <laughs> so, I feel I I feel like I've tried to instill a little bit of fear in my children. Yeah, but it's not working. It's not working. No. no. And I, 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 I do think you have more authority over, over your your kids than, than I have for sure. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's it's up and down. Yeah. Um, I, and I I think this it's also that what what we said that society has changed. So it's, it is more difficult now, even as an, an individual. You you can't really do parenting like in the old days well maybe some can but it's more difficult no but the i think the way that i actually have ended up tackling that issue is that i make sure i have a lot of things going on yeah so there's if i'm not if i'm interrupting and i can't finish what i was doing there's something else that's more suitable or you know catches my attention that i can keep doing so i just have (laughs) just have a lot of things that i can be doing Mm -hmm. okay that's a good strategy, probably. <laughs> before, were you both your kids born here in the U.S.? Or? Yeah, yeah. And then you were traveling a lot before. You were in in Africa, I think. Yeah. And, yeah. But how did you see things over when you were in Africa? Where, uh, and how, I mean, parenting there must be so different. I mean, you were, it was before you were parents. Maybe you didn't think as much of it. Oh, we, uh, it was it was so evident. The, I mean, how how Rwandan children grow up and, in, in Rwanda you are, yeah, yeah, yeah and you know the the difference is just so immense yeah like the the amount of attention children get here compared to in Rwanda is they don't get any attention they they are strapped to their mother's backs until they're two years old yeah and then they're put with the rest of the kids and they tend to themselves there's always a group of children, you know, taking care of each other. Yeah, it's like Sweden in the in the eighties, <laughs> how I remember it. <laughs> I don't think that level. That that you you'd probably have to go back yeah. to the eighteen hundreds yeah. to to find a comparison. Um, and they they seem happy. The kids in Rwanda. Very happy. Yeah, but. I don't think I think the difference will be noticeable when they grow up. They're happy when they're children, but I think children who grow grow up the way children grow up here yeah. uh, develop a more. Um, I think it's it's you can you can tell a difference in their development. Yeah, in what way? How, how quickly they they. I mean, kids here are schooled and they have advanced, you know, play structures that that help their their um, physical abilities develop quicker. And it's it's and it's also nu- nutrition, obviously. Yeah. But it was difficult to gauge the age of a child yeah. in Rwanda. They seem to be. You know, a lot younger than they are. Okay. Like a five-year-old will resemble a two-year-old here. Okay. So it's it, in size and yeah. and development overall. Just takes longer um, for for someone to develop in that yeah, environment. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's it for sure. It's a, a difference in the overall society around here. Clearly, everything is. 
I mean, here and in Europe, is to, to bring them up as fast as possible to be autonomous and and uh, with a clear plan. <laughs> right. I feel like here, there's there's an immense focus on, um, and I'm not sure if this is from the school system or just from parents, but there's a lot of focus on learning how to read very at a very very young age. Yeah. Okay. Um, and my wife is really adamant about it. Yeah. And she's telling me all sorts of statistics on it, like that it's actually, you know, you're more likely to be a better reader later in life if you learn really early. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't think I knew any letters until I was maybe six or seven years old. Yeah, I mean, back in that days in Sweden, you started school when you were six or seven, and you didn't know anything before. Right. That was basically how it was. Yeah. The, the, for me, that's a kind of thing I, I never worry about. It's like speaking or, or reading. It's just, for me, that's something you, you, you learn that. Like speaking English. You, you'll find you, you, it will work out somehow. I mean, uh, but maybe, it, 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 maybe there is um, more, more struggle in the for many kids nowadays, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, and, and Francesca is going in, uh, in in preschool. Yeah. Yeah. What, what what do they learn there? They learn letters or no? They they learn like, colors and shapes and uh, like times of year yeah. and um, you know very basic things. Um, they do a lot of arts and crafts around a particular uh, topic yeah. and, but you know it's mostly just playing yeah I mean it's good to socializing and for you yeah. it's great you get you get you have one kid for a few hours for, for a few hours a couple of days a week yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he usually naps for two hours when yeah. she's in school so I get yeah it's a good it's a good break yeah, you must be sure to not leave him in the car here in the California where it's forbidden to leave kids alone in the car. I mean, right. That's what we used to do in Europe, you just leave the kid and go <coughs> have Window, a coffee. Windows down. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what, what else is striking you from this environment here in, in, uh, in California? I mean, I, I'm pretty amazed by it that you can sit here in the sun in February. I think it makes a huge difference for the kids that it can be outside. Oh yeah. I mean uh, 11 months a year. The amount of work that goes in to having children in Sweden just yeah. dressing and undressing. It's huge. Yeah. That has to be terrible to deal yeah. with. Yeah. For such a long period of the year. And I've also recently learned that the school year here the cutoff is like December 5th. Yeah. So if your child is born after December 5th, they will go to school with the kids a year younger than themselves. Okay. Why is that? I don't know. It's, it's very strange to me that n the new year is not the cutoff. Yeah. So Francesca will go to school with kids who are born 2017, even though she was born 2016. Oh, okay. Okay, maybe that's good. I mean, I, I don't. Know, I read some. I read yesterday is uh, about um, athletes in sports that they, they they took the national leagues in Europe. I think in soccer. I think and the 
38% are born in the first quarter. Mm. So there, there is clearly something that they're not more talented, but it's because they are bigger when they right. uh, bigger or more advanced when they start. They get a kickstart that right. the others never can catch up on. Right. So maybe they they have done some statistics, but at some point you need to you need to put the the bra you need to cut it somewhere. So right. either you need yeah. to split people into different totally different uh, age groups to to get the best out of the late. Uh, uh, She'll be the designated driver when they're 16. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So now they're finally playing and they have their snack with them. I mean, see, Ella has her snack with her all the time. That's also something. I mean, they, 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 seem, they seem to be on a total snacking all the time. Whereas I don't remember as well. I only remember eating three times a day as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no memory of the snacks, but maybe I, 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 I remember what I want to remember from that we time. Didn't, I don't think we had snacks no <laughs> I, I don't, don't think, think so. so either <laughs> and now it's just like the blood sugar sugar is must be constantly managed because <laughs> right. otherwise if, if if that goes low then there's nothing you can do to to get back on track I mean we don't we don't do a lot of snacking actually no um, <laughs> I like to have them be hungry and you know have a relationship with hunger yeah I think it's good. It's easy to forget about being hungry. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it is, especially it's, here, it's, in this environment, you, 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 can, you can constantly feed yourself with... Uh, this is, I think, the extreme end of the world where you can feed yourself all the time with something in any gas stations looks like restaurant here. Right. And, uh, you know, I think it, it's a cliche, but... Hunger is such a, if you have the means to, to end it, hunger is such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Feeling hungry when you sit yeah, down yeah, to it eat is, it is. It, it's, uh, is amazing. Yeah, yeah we, we, we definitely have Ella on a lot of snacks because her mood is swinging a lot with what she's eating and not, that's for sure. I couldn't put her on a, the same fasting regime as I am on. It wouldn't work. <laughs> I, I, I recently got a, a perfect health score. So now I've been celebrating with drinking a little bit more. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, you get a checkup here at the doctor and they said everything was fine. Um, I applied for a, for a life insurance policy. Ah, okay. Okay. And, you okay. know, they yeah. go through the whole works. Ah, and, okay. It's something good to celebrate. Yeah. Now you can do what you want. Now you got the insurance. I, I was I was sure my liver values were going to be a little bit yeah. shaky, you know. But yeah, okay, I'm good. So I guess I can step it up. Yeah. And you plan to stay here? And uh, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. But it's kind of for the moment, your 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 plan. Yeah, is, we're uh, pretty dug in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we want to do a sabbatical. Yeah. Travel. Uh, yeah, we want to go live in Sweden for a school year. When okay. Kids go to school. And yeah. I think before that, I think we want to. We want to do a year or year and a half in Africa again. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that we want to do. Oh no. Yeah. Um, but we're not sure how we're going to make that happen. Yeah. Like the house, you know, just. Swinging the mortgage around is is a big 
big, big expense. Thing, yeah. um, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, there's pretty uh, harsh realities here. Uh, I mean, it's everywhere, but here it's really it, it's so expensive, and uh, you need a lot of money to just <laughs> go go around. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's ex we said it earlier. It's expensive in Sweden too, but you have um, you have a lot of other things which you don't pay for. for free. Everything yeah. for free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Here, everything's expensive. Plus, yeah. you know, the taxes are not as low as people would think they are. No, they are close to clo close to Swedish. If you are, oh, it's not really, but it just it, it's not far away. Especially if you're if you're poor. Yeah. Yeah. If you have means, it's easier to, you know, pay less yeah. taxes. But I, I think, though, the, uh, the system here, though, is probably worst you can you can have. In what sense? That it's that it's inaccessible and incredibly expensive. Yeah. And it's very complicated with the children um, to make sure that this bill that was sent to you is actually being paid by someone else or your credit your credit score gets yeah so how, how much damaged. how much did uh, your birth cost here so francesca's was um 40 something forty thousand dollars and his was more it was like 55 i think 55 yeah wow wow i think we paid for for my first kids, we paid zero. I mean, we didn't, uh, we didn't pay that. No, I mean, you get yeah. it from the insurance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and, and, and some something cost. But in and I think for Ella, we paid three hundred euros extra to get a private room afterwards or something like that. The, the rest was taken care of. Right. <laughs> in Czech Republic. Yeah. Yeah. But we we compared the costs to. So my sister had her. Uh, youngest uh, just a few months before Francesca yeah in Sweden yeah yeah and you know there the costs are standardized yeah like the 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 system has decided this is how much you're allowed to bill for this procedure okay um, and here it's more it depends on what insurance company and what hospital they all have their own yeah. deals and they had the same procedure, C-section, yeah. and they both stayed for like three days. Yeah. So it was very similar. Um, and in Sweden, that costs little less than $10,000. Okay. That's how much the hospital gets to bill the vasectomy Yeah. Um, and here, it was, you know, four times that for the same for the same procedures and you know comparable um, comparable wages for the hospital staff they make yeah. so wh wh what is that cost is it, is it the middleman's or is it of the course. complication so it's the middleman's taking yeah that, and yeah. and it's it's you know the the hospitals here they overbill people with good insurance to cover for the bad amount. For the ones that have less insurance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I read the same um, for for half. Uh, 
half surgery or things. It's like five, six times more expensive than in most European countries here. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, the the doctors here don't make that much more than they do in Sweden. No. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. The nurses a, do, though. Actually. Yeah, they they, do? they make more here. Okay. Yeah. Because they make crap in Sweden, right? Yeah. They make like not even. What What do they make? Like thirty thousand uh, Swedish, almost. Yeah, I which is crazy. Yeah, when you something think about like that. It, yeah. Which yeah. is very yeah. little. And why are they getting more here? Is it is they paid by the hospitals, or are they in, uh, in, independent, or how do they, how do they work? I think they're hired by the hospitals, but yeah. they have an incredibly strong union. Okay. So they're the very very powerful. I didn't even know there was any active unions here. There are, but yeah. um, to me, it seems like the major difference is that the ones that exist here are super, super powerful. Yeah, they're powerful, but yeah? few. Okay. And a lot of professions are not allowed to unionize. Are they not allowed to unionize? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. strange. Yeah. All right, we're far off the parenting. Yeah, maybe maybe we wrap it up here. Uh, All right. We'll see what we can get out of this uh, uh, beautiful kid interventions in the in the playground. Thank you so thank you so much, uh, Magnus. And uh, thank you. Maybe would you have a last word for all at home dads? I'm gonna re I'm gonna quote my sister what she told me, which is the most valuable piece of advice I've gotten on parenting. Uh, don't think you you deserve anything. Yeah. Soon as you think you deserve something, you're going to get very disappointed and unhappy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IP parents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.